Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick brings us the second session of the two-part series, The Next Move of God. This series looks at the criteria for the next move of God, first personally and then globally. In the first session, Brother Rick taught us things God was looking for to create the next move of God in us. In this session, he shares concepts that will bring a move of God in the world and what needs to happen to experience the glory of the Lord in our lives. On this broadcast, Brother Rick begins the message by sharing a dream he had about positioning and tells us a story about his view of the ministry compared to the one of his wife, Debbie. And now, here's Brother Rick. I don't know about you, but church as normal is just too normal. And people's not going to come out by groves just to witness our programs. They're needing Jesus. They're needing a life change. The Lord quickened a couple of dreams to me that he gave me a several years ago you know how many of you know the bible said old men have dreamed dreams and i realized why god speaks to old men in dreams because he can't keep them awake <laughs> if i sit down 10 minutes and somebody don't say something i'm sleeping so but he spoke to me and i, I saw a church and it wasn't a particular church i knew it was the church and the glory of the lord was abiding on the place And they were in a continual service in this dream. And people were coming and going. And some just couldn't leave the presence of the Lord. The glory of the Lord was over the place. And I was standing out in amazement of the glory of the Lord. It was in a form of a cloud over this building. And I couldn't recognize the building. And something inside of me cried out, let it be, Lord. Let it be. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Pour out on us. And I began to pray that prayer for several weeks. I just prayed, Lord, just pour out your glory on us. Pour out your glory on us. And then I had a second dream. And in the second dream, I was inside a building, a building I didn't know again. And there was rain pouring in just streams down from the roof of this place. I mean, it was just pouring. It looked like that roof was a sieve, and they was... Water and I mean streams like this just pouring and I looked across the floor And there were vessels of every shape and size and every material across the floor But the thing that bothered me clay was they were just so close To experiencing the outpouring of God. They just needed to move over just a little bit But there was no water going into vessels. It was going between the vessels and there was a flood on the ground But the vessels just like just a little bit just a little bit of positioning. And the Lord began to speak to me. Don't pray for my glory if you're unwilling to be positioned to receive it. Yeah, <laughs> See, we're not bribing God or trying to convince God to pour out his glory. He's trying to position us to receive it. And it's more about Us being in the right place tonight, my heart is thrilled with all those that have come, friends of mine, sons of mine from all over the region. And there's a representation of the kingdom here, not just a tribe. That's what God wants. 
God wants us to become kingdom-minded. We're just not here to carry out our little thing. <laughs> We're here to experience God. What Donald was talking about, we might experience the glory of the Lord. Listen to me. You don't have to add anything to the glory of the Lord to get man's attention. You don't have to add anything to the gospel for it to be transforming. We don't have to have any gimmickry. <laughs> if Jesus shows up tonight, everybody will show up next week. We just need him to show up. It's just such a joy for me to see all these people I love from so many different places. Because the kingdom is greater than the tribe. No matter how great your tribe is. And we've been too tribal and not enough kingdom minded. And that's why the glory of the Lord's not pouring out because we have our little thing and we're doing. How many of you know you can't pray, oh God, bless my mess? But how many of you know it's time that we quit praying for God to put his hand on our agenda and we start putting our hand on his agenda and doing what he's called us to do and position ourselves that the rain pours on us? Listen, you don't have to beg God to do this. You just got to position yourself. And I know in my life, there's times where I've experienced the outpouring of the Spirit of God in my life. And he desires to do that. So tonight, I, I just welcome you. I, I, I don't really do the protocol thing too good. <laughs> but I'm so thankful to be here tonight. I'm so thankful to be here to share for the glory of God. I want his glory. I'm hungry for him. Like I've never been hungry before. And I've just been praying, oh God, get me out of your way. So you can be what you want to be to people. Lord, help me to just be a voice, peace for you. Just speak what you want me to speak. How many of you know we've got our little things that we go through, our little rituals? <laughs> and, and they've not moved the hand of God. This one I talked about trying to get God to move. How many of you know you're trying to get God to move? That's a great big task because he just don't pay you that much attention when you're trying to get him to move. And you can't pump him up and you can't bring him down. He's God and he knows he is. You got to get to a place to where you hunger for him to pour out on you. And tonight I'm not even interested in preaching. I'm interested in experiencing God. And this morning I talked about the, what draws God to you. Donald talked about the weakness. How many of you know he said in our weakness his strength made perfect. But as I begin to study for this week, I want to talk about the move of God. And this morning, I talked about how God moves in our life personally. And I'm so thankful for every move of God I ever experienced. The first time I encountered God, I was a nine-year-old boy, and I saw a cloud come in a building, a little shotgun building in Appalachia, Virginia. I saw a man raised out of a wheelchair. I saw my sister swallow a quarter as big as my fist. I saw my mama heal from a nervous breakdown just in one night, Mark, of God's visitation. Years passed, and I tried to take my life, but I could not get over the fact of that, that one night as a little boy experiencing the glory of God for my first time. It was real. I remember my prayer the next day as I laid on a basement door in Lynch, Kentucky, a little boy. And I looked up where the mountain touched the sky. And this is what I said. God, you're for real. I saw you last night. You ain't a joke. You're for real. And you're able to change the lives of people. I'm going to know he's still real. He's still able to meet every need in your life. 
And you don't need a sermonette to Christian that you need an outpouring of the glory of the Lord. It'll make a difference in your life. You'll never get over it. And I remember standing with a razor blade on my arm when I was a 17-year-old boy in Dallas, Texas. And all I could see was that cloud in that building and the presence of Jesus. That's why I'm here. Because he touched me and I'll never be the same. His touch brings change to us. We need him. I'm going to just lift your hand and say, Lord, I need you so bad. I just need you so bad. See, listen, the glory of the Lord doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. You can't manufacture it. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 14 says, The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Listen, that's a promise from God. You don't make that happen. God's going to make that happen. The knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth and the glory as the water covers the sea. When is that going to happen, Brother Rick? When we get positioned. When we do what he told us to do. Did you know every one of us have a part to play in that? Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, Jesus is speaking. He said, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all the world for a witness. And then the end shall come. What are you saying? I'm saying when the knowledge of the Lord covers the earth, the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the water covers the sea. You don't need to beg for him to show up. You need to go out and make sure you do what he told you. And as you do that, you position yourself to experience his glory. Joel chapter 22 says he's going to pour out the former and the latter rain together in verse 23. He said he's going to pour out his spirit on your sons and daughters. <laughs> They're going to prophesy. Brother Rick, do you really believe revival is coming? No, I don't believe it's coming. I know it's coming. He said it was coming. <laughs> You don't have to talk him into it. He won't move like a puppet or a minuet. He'll move when we move to do exactly what he told us to do. I'm thankful for everybody that's in here, but I'm burdened for those that are not. There's people within two miles of this church with their drapes drawn contemplating taking their own life while we're sitting here in the presence of an awesome God. We began to pray in our church a few years ago and we took the phone booth or phone book and started just praying over names. And within a matter of a few days, a guy showed up and I'm telling you, you could have thrown a rock and hit his house. And he talked about what happened to him. We told him when we started praying for him. We said, we pointed the date that we had prayed for his name. And he said, I'd been in an alcoholic blackout with a pistol in my mouth when I come to myself. Listen to me. Don't you know Jesus died for that man just as much as he died for us in this room? What brought him when we got a burden for him? Listen, please hear my heart tonight. If we would do what he said... He will do what he said. Did you hear me? If we would do what he said, he'll do what he said. And my heart is heavy tonight because I want to experience the move of God. 
I want to experience his glory again. Seeing that before makes me hunger. Jesus gave us a great commission. He gave us a great commandment. And as we fulfill it, how many of you know, he's got another plan. <laughs> you know, that's what I was talking about this morning. I'm thankful for every move of God I've experienced. And I've seen some incredible stuff. Debbie and I have been talking about our life. And we're planning on writing a book together. And uh, her book really prompted me to realize that there's two sides of the coin. Where I've been and what I've seen and what she experienced while I was gone. And we're so excited about just sharing together because I don't know what she experienced until I read her book. And I wept like a baby because I didn't realize what a sacrifice she paid while I was seeing the world. And as she put it many times, somebody's got to work while others loaf around. And I realized what two different streams we are. And she began just a couple years ago taking all of the trips that I've made. I've been around the world 35 times, 42 different nations over the course of my life. And she got all the ticket stubs and all of these things that she's kept. If you know Debbie, she still got the cup that the babies cut their teeth on that was styrofoam. She don't throw nothing away. In fact, when we moved, she said, I said, there's some garbage under the bed. She's like, that ain't garbage. It was a napkin that the baby used and teeth print in a cup. I'm like, I throw that away myself. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's afruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.